This is the Everyday AI Show, the everyday podcast where we simplify AI and bring its power to your fingertips. Listen daily for practical advice to boost your career, business, and everyday life. If you had one of the world's leading marketing voices to teach you about AI, what would you ask them? Well, that's not just a rhetorical question today if you're joining us live. That's your opportunity. Uh, I'm very excited to talk to our guest today uh, about AI secrets to supercharge your marketing. All right. And that's not an exaggeration. I'm not talking in uh, hyperbole today. Uh, this is what we're actually going to do. So if you're joining us live, you're in for a treat. What are your questions on how you can use AI to grow your marketing? Even if you're not a marketer, maybe you're a small business owner, maybe you work in a field that's not marketing at all, maybe you're in sales, but what would you want to know? Get your questions in now. We're going to talk about it. But before we do, as a reminder, my name's Jordan Wilson. This is Everyday AI. Thanks for tuning in. This is your daily live stream podcast, and free daily newsletter, helping everyday people like you and me learn AI and how we can not just learn what's going on, but how we can actually leverage it. So extremely excited for this episode today. But before we do, let's do what we do every day. Let's run down the AI news. So brain implants. Yeah, they're actually a thing. Not in a becoming superhuman kind of way, but uh, a new article that we're sharing about today in the newsletter um, from Wired shows that uh, people who are paralyzed are actually using brain implants and AI uh, to talk better and to talk more, to, to speak more accurately. Uh, so, so pretty exciting news on, on that front. You know, we've, we've talked about AI brain chips on the show before, and, you know, mostly it's people that aren't having any issues wanting to become superhuman, but uh, some exciting and encouraging news um, in, in that report. All right. AI hype is all over the place, especially when it comes to earnings calls. Uh, so a new study today out of the Washington Post shows that more than a thousand companies this year have mentioned AI in their quarterly earnings. Um, and what was it 10 years ago? Guys, AI has been around since the 50s. Businesses have been using it since the 80s. But 10 years ago, only 36 companies mentioned AI in their quarterly earnings calls. This year, a thousand. The more uh, I think companies think, the more you say AI, the more money uh, that you can raise, and the higher your stock will go. All right. Last but not least, and there's a lot more in the newsletter today. Way more news pieces. But does Midjourney have a new serious competitor? Right. Uh, I, I think we're all waiting for OpenAI's Dolly Three. Uh, but uh, some ex Googlers have entered the ring to come for the AI image generating crown. Uh, so Ideogram AI is a new uh, text-to-image um, tool from some ex-Googlers. So uh, just kind of recently announced. So if you want to check that out, make sure to sign up for the newsletter. Do you see what I did there? That was marketing. I'm marketing the newsletter, right? I got I to come hard with the marketing today because we have a marketing expert joining us. And I'm extremely excited. So I'm gonna let's let's go ahead and welcome in. Let's give him the good uh, everyday AI welcome to Mark DeGrasse, the president of DigitalMarketer.com. Morning, Mark. Thanks happy for being here. I'm happy. I'm happy to have you on the show. So uh, if you don't know, 
digital marketer is is one of the premier places that people all over the world learn about marketing. So so real quick, Mark, for you know the one in a hundred people out there that haven't heard of digital marketer, because we don't have it's not just marketers listening to our show, but just give them a quick background on on yourself and digital marketer. Sure. So uh, I've been doing uh, content marketing for about 20 years. I was originally started in the early 2000s, uh, getting into actual e-commerce and, and marketing and content. Uh, had a magazine, sold the magazine to a company called Onnit, one of Joe Rogan's companies, and then formed their Onnit Academy. So basically a content base uh, for teaching. So I, I formed their certifications, hired the trainers, built the gym, all that fun stuff. And then I wrote a book about the process called Unconventional Marketing, where it was basically an organic way to, to grow a company and sell it. Tried to implement that with about 300 companies over about six years with a... Wow. Uh, marketing uh, website and branding agency and then uh, got a job at digital marketer uh, which was fantastic because I just wanted to teach marketing that's what I was trying to do with small business owners before mm-hmm. I realized that nobody wants to know marketing except for marketers so you should just talk to them <laughs> so digital marketer uh, fantastic place to be uh, one of the oldest uh, you know uh, e-marketing companies the first digital marketing company uh, for a lot of people and we've taught over 120,000 marketers uh, certified uh, we have about 12 different certifications ranging from strategy to e-commerce to content and social and uh, analytics and all that kind of fun stuff uh, we also have a mastermind uh, with Ryan Dice uh, the company was actually formed after TNC which is Traffic and Conversion Summit which was again one of the first uh, kind of digital marketing uh, conferences held in San Diego. And that was, you know, I think that was 2009 or 2010. So we've been around for a while. Uh, you know, a lot of the big names you see in marketing actually work here, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you really delve down into it. So it's a fantastic place to be. And we, you know, our goal is really to teach uh, as many people to do actual marketing strategy as possible. So we're, yeah. we're still working. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the short version of that is everyone if you're in marketing, <laughs> advertising, communication, everyone has learned something from from, from digital marketer and, and, and probably uh, Mark as well. So, uh, all right, now let's talk about what people want to know, right? Because yes. I think what people want to know is how can I use AI to, to, to market my business, to market my brand, to market my company? Let's start as high level as possible, Mark, uh, and then we'll, then we'll dive in a little bit deeper. But how can people use AI to market their company. Okay, I'm going to say a big statement here, and it's that there is no excuse for no marketing strategy anymore. Because mm-hmm. what you'll actually find with most companies is they don't have a marketing strategy. What they have is like some goals and some marketing stuff that they do, but they don't have a cohesive approach to the entire process of marketing. They don't connect social with their blog or their blog with their email campaigns or their email campaigns with the paid ads or the paid ads with their SEO. Like all of these things are completely siloed and they have been for the last 10, 15 years, primarily because all marketing started to rely on paid advertising, primarily through Google. So you didn't need to be good at marketing. You didn't need a strategy. You didn't need anything other than a product and some cash and you could just throw it, you know, some ads at it and, oh, look, I'm making money. And what that led to was a lack of retention where no companies really cared about keeping a customer because I could just get more customers. I just put it in the money machine. <clears throat> and so what happened was marketing strategy kind of went out the window because it just wasn't necessary for most companies. You didn't have to be good at marketing, didn't have to be good at branding, didn't even need a good product most of the time because there's always new customers. Now, what's happening today is that you're having, you know, the economy's not doing great. People have less money. People are being really 
you know, uh, focusing on their purchases. They're not spending money like, oh, whatever, who cares? Uh, no, the, the jobs are contracting, money's contracting, uh, everybody's getting concerned about the future. And what happens is the just people don't spend cash like they used to. So we're going back to real marketing, which is fantastic because services are crap right now. And so is products it, you know I, I just bought a dishwasher you know a year and a half ago and it's breaking somehow it wasn't cheap oh. but this kind of planned obsolescence that a lot of manufacturers have built their entire businesses on is bull yeah. <laughs> you know yeah don't get me started on every new appliance in my home uh, also breaking yeah. at the same time uh frustrating it's right you, you yeah you bring up good points uh you know it's i I guess companies are are working in you know updates you know as if uh, their physical products were uh, software, um, but uh, well, it just didn't as- matter before. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Hey, real quick, as a reminder, everyone, this is live. So if you're listening later on the podcast, uh, check in the show notes. There will be a link where you can come and ask uh, you know Mark and myself questions. But for everyone joining us live, thank you, Jack from YouTube, Michael. Uh, good morning, PJ, Brian. So many people already. Um, thank you all for joining us. So I'm going to try to get to some of your questions later, but make sure to get them in now. I'm going to start with a hot take. We're going to go from broken dishwashers to a hot take here with, with Mark DeGrasse, the president of digitalmarketer.com. Is no, AI you have one last to, thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is AI going to ruin things? No, no. no? That, that was kind of my point of building up this whole situation was that <laughs> You don't have an excuse anymore because number mm-hmm. one, you need strategic marketing. Like it's just not going to be possible because our, our primary metric in the in probably the next six to twelve months, everybody's going to be saying this: it's lifetime customer value or customer lifetime value. Mm-hmm. I you want to say it, but that's going to be the only metric that matters because ad costs are going to go through the roof because because of these automations, because of AI and Google's push to get more and more businesses online, it's going to get super competitive. And it's going to be super easy to do paid ads because AI mm-hmm. is really good at experimentation. It, you, you could do experiments all day long and a human can only do how many before you get kind of bored or it's good enough. Uh, so AI is taking that piece away. So paid ads are just going to be super easy. Anybody can get online. It's going to drive the cost of paid ads through the roof. Now you're going to have to be good at keeping customers. And so... Mm-hmm. You need a strategy. So with AI, what you can do is create something like we have a digital marker called the customer value journey, and you could do it in a single prompt. So instead of having to know, get certified, we have a 40 hour certification in digital marketing strategy. You don't need to do that because I have a prompt that's free on my website that you could just have the customer value journey, a complete strategy done for you in one prompt using ChatGPT, and it's free. So it's, yeah. it'll tell you exactly how the path works, how the, the different methods connect, what you should do at each stage of the journey, going from awareness to engagement, to conversion, to ascension, to promotion, like all these stages you'd have to think about. Now you don't have to, because mm-hmm. you could just plop it in. And now there's yeah. no reason why you can't have a cohesive, comprehensive, direct marketing strategy that, you know, you can now execute and keep your customers for longer. So yeah. that's... That's where you go with AI. <laughs> yeah, hundred uh, percent. The way AI can even, you know, to your point, Mark, just an ideation and, and strategy oh, alone. Sure. Uh, I don't think people fully realize. And uh, if you heard Mark mention, you know, his website, hey, don't 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 leave us now. Stay on the stream. We'll put it in the newsletter. So so stick with us and, and get your questions in. So um, you, you know, we already have, I think, a good uh, a good question here from uh, Doctor Javi Castro. So let's. Let's take it one step further. So he's asking, what are some common mistakes companies uh, make when it comes to marketing? But let's take it one step fa- uh, one step further, Mark, and say, 
How can you fix it with AI? Oh, well, I mean, you can fix it a million different ways, but you know, <laughs> the biggest thing you could do, number one, get that strategy. So there's no reason why you don't know how all the pieces of marketing work together because you can make a strategy using AI in like five seconds. Now, the other piece, the biggest piece that you can do in terms of making a cohesive strategy is to figure out your brand voice. And so your brand voice should be a single sentence and it sums up everything that you're trying to do to serve your customer. And then once you have this voice, and it's unique to your company. And so once you have this voice, you can take that one sentence and apply it to all of your marketing. And so what this does is allows you to have a consistent messaging and voice on your social media and on your emails and on your websites and on your brochures and on your, you know, marketing conference materials and whatever it is. But you can apply this one statement called the brand voice to mm -hmm. everything. And now you don't have you know, Sally and social writes like this and Bob over there on, on expos, he talks like this and he sells like this. And, and what it leads to is just a, a lack of cohesiveness. And people yeah. notice that actually people notice when you have consistency because they, mm -hmm. they are impressed. They're like, wow, you really got your crap together. And very few companies do this. And with AI, you could actually easily apply it just by having this brand voice. And when you're writing your next social post, you don't just type, 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 whatever. I don't care. You plug it into ChatGPT and you make sure that every level of your marketing organization has consistent messaging because they're told to use this prompt to make sure that they're sticking with the brand voice. And so those two things, strategy and keep it a consistent brand voice. And then, then you can, of course, use ChatGPT to splinter mm -hmm. an article into a million pieces so that your blog is now connected to your social posts and your you know, press releases and whatever else you have because you just had the machine put it together. It's, yeah. it's amazing. It, it, yeah. it changes everything. It, it, it brings like what you said in, in all things, marketing, branding, like ha having that, that, that synonymous voice is so important because it, it makes the consumer or the customer feel uh, at ease and it, it's time consuming. And you know, like what Jackie said here. Uh, so shout out to Jackie running the marketing department at DePaul university, but oh. she says AI cuts hours out of syllabus creation. Absolutely. Uh, Cecilia so says we're all marketing something. Uh, so, so Mark, I think you have great advice for, uh, you know, people that aren't even marketers, right? But mm -hmm. Let's let's dig into those that are marketers and, you know, they're they're hearing some things you're saying and they're like, OK, yeah, that's at my level. Let's take it next level. What are some of those market uh, some of those AI secrets maybe uh, that, that you're using or that you're experimenting with right now that are maybe just beyond, you know, the, the everyday tapping into chat GBT? What are those things that you think are really going to be able to take take uh, marketers or companies marketing to the next level? I'll, I'll give you a big one. And I've told this to a bunch of people because, you know, a lot of people say like, I don't need to write articles anymore or I don't need to write emails anymore. I don't have to do these things to that chat GPT. The problem is if you do it wrong, which is just type in, write an email firing Bob, you know, and then it's going to give you whatever format it has averaging all of the firing Bob letters online or firing somebody. Mm -hmm. The problem with that is that's again, very inconsistent. doesn't sound like you. And then if somebody knows AI, like I know AI, I could, I could tell you somebody who did sloppy AI work just by reading what they wrote. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah, that's chat GPT talking. But if you want to be consistent, if you want to say, okay, this is me, this is like 90% of my writing style. It's 90% of what I would say and blah, 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 blah. Then you can do one thing. And it's basically you record a presentation that you're giving 
and then you transcribe it using something like Descript or whatever you want. There's a million transcription tools out there. And then you use that to drive your prompts. So instead of just saying, hey, write a letter, blah, 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 you could take a portion of something that you said versus something that you wrote. Because a lot of times people think like, okay, I'll use an article and I've done this. I've done, you know, I've written a lot. So I can use any article I wrote and it'll generate an article or whatever content I want based off that article style. But it still is not quite there. But if you do a transcription of you presenting, then the writing turns into this conversational, fun, interesting version of you that you can now write anything you want. You could, I've written books, I've written articles i've written i mean it's i could write anything and it sounds pretty much like me it's, it's actually scary enough where I've, I've written stuff using ai and then i go back to it and i can't remember which parts of an article i wrote and which parts were written mm -hmm. by ai because it's so similar to me you know yeah. but but the trick to it is that you can't just take writing that you did in the past and then plug it in because it'll it'll be okay but mm -hmm. it's much better if you do a solid presentation transcribe that and use that as your you know, training for the AI and, and then you could write anything and yeah. you, you yourself won't be able to notice half the time. Hey, this is Jordan, the host of Everyday AI. I've spent more than a thousand hours inside ChatGPT and I'm sharing all of my secrets in our free prime prompt polish ChatGPT course that's only available to loyal listeners like you. Here's what Lindy, who works as an educational consultant, said about the PPP course. I couldn't figure out why I wasn't getting the results from ChatGPT that I needed and wanted. And after taking the PPP course, I now realize that I was not priming correctly. So I will be heading back into ChatGPT right now to practice my priming, prompting, and polishing. Everyone's prompting wrong, and the PPP course fixes that. If you want access, Go to podppp.com. Again, that's podppp.com. Sign up for the free course and start putting ChatGPT to work for you. You know what? Thank you for saying that, Mark, because I'm, I'm someone, you know, I've been getting paid to write for 20 years and, you know, you see all these, you know, posts on, on Twitter or LinkedIn and, you know, people that don't really know how to either write or use ChatGPT. And they'll put in kind of not a good prompt. They're not going to put in the time. I call them these copy and paste super prompts. And you get garbage out and people say, see, look, AI's not good, but you have to know how to do it, <laughs> right? So you just walk through that process. You know, we even teach that. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at my watch now. We have uh, our, our PPP course in like an hour, 15 minutes, but that's what we teach. You really have to work mm -hmm. with ChatGPT. So, so kind of talk people through that process that it's not just, you know, oh, I'm going to just put this in you know, and, and it's going to be perfect, right? You have to work with it and give it the access that it needs. Exactly. Well, and we call it, you know, training the AI. So it's not like, you know, it just knows what you want off the bat. It's not reading your mind yet. You know, you're talking about those brain chips. And I'm like, ah, oh, God, I'm not getting one of those. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Famous you have to train it, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so you have to train the AI. So the AI doesn't know what you want, doesn't know your style, doesn't know anything about you. And you have to start a new chat each time. Otherwise, you get the hallucinations that everybody talks about, which is a real thing. Like the mm -hmm. longer you go on a thread, the more confusing, you know, the AI is going to get. So you need good, solid prompting. You need good, solid training before you actually get what you want. And so like I was saying with the, the transcription of your presentation, you would start with uh, please review the following writing and analyze for context, syntax, grammar, 
uh, all aspects of the style of writing. And then I'll say, okay. And then it, it goes through and it's like, this writing style is blah. And I'll actually describe your writing style, which is super neat too, because a lot of people don't even know their writing style. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, I didn't know that. Uh, so now you have a solid, you know, start. So now you could actually take that next answer where it says, here's the style. And you could use that to prompt any writing you want. I, I like going through the whole process each time though. So once you have that, now you could say, okay, write a letter in this brand voice explaining this situation with this style, the style you described above. And now you have solid context. Now, it, what I did there was I only, I, that was what, two, three prompts. Yeah. Uh, so you want to minimize the amount of prompts, but you also want to stage the prompts. So you're not trying to ask like, okay, uh, ChatGPT, analyze this, this transcribed presentation, analyze the style, put out the style. Then I want you to write a letter like this. And I want the letter to be in, with this brand voice and blah, blah, blah in one prompt because it will not do a very good job. And so the key is to train it in stages and then prompt it from there and then mm -hmm. refine it. So it's not like they don't just grab it, whatever it spits out the first time. And like, oh, it's done. No, you need to look at it. Okay, that was good. It's a little too negative. Okay, be less negative. And then you could just use really simple prompts, make it longer, make it shorter. And you can sometimes use uh, math, but it's not great all the time because you can say, like, make this half as long. And that's like, here you yeah. go. And you're like, that wasn't half. What are yeah. you doing? I'm sorry. And then it tries it again. But anyways, it's uh, just a little, you know, little nudges usually start to refine it. Don't try to do too much with too few prompts because it's not going to work, mm -hmm. but also don't do too many prompts because then you get hallucinations and weird things that start to happen. Uh, but yeah, that's, I think that's, that's solid structure right there, man. If, 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 if you're listening on the podcast, you can't see my smile. Like I am beaming because everything that Mark is saying, this is literally what we teach people all the time, you know, in our free, uh, you, you know, prime prompt publish courses, you have to work with it. You, you know, you can't, yes, there's, there's great examples where you can put in a prompt, I think to analyze or to strategize. But if you want to get that, like, like what we're talking about now, that brand voice or to something to sound like you, you really have to put it through the ringer. Um, so as, as a reminder, if you are joining us live, get the questions in now, cause we're wrapping up, but I have a couple, Mark. Hopefully, we can go through these uh, kind of kind of rapid fire styles. Sure. So, a couple questions for you, uh, PJ. Uh, asking, thanks for joining us, PJ. What are your top three favorite AI tools beyond ChatGPT? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, mid, mid Journey, number one. I mean, it's and you, you know, there's a bunch of new ones like you were talking about Dolly three and stuff like that. But I, I've tried them all. I, I'm a graphic designer too. Actually, when I said I had a magazine, like I literally designed the whole magazine <laughs> every single time I had no help. Uh, so I've done a lot of graphic design and, and mid journey, just the, the way it, it tweaks, you know, the images and kind of innovates without you even telling it. I actually made another, the mid journey, uh, mood driven prompts where basically you could write anything you want and then put the mood you wanted in. And what I did was I used chat GPT to analyze all the different aspects of say sadness, describe sadness in terms of exposure. Describe mm -hmm. sadness in terms of contrast. Describes, and so I went through the list and I actually generated these mood-generated prompts for mid-journey. So anyway, it's a fantastic tool. I love it. Uh, next one, I'd say illicit, illicit.org. So illicit, what it is, is a research database. And so it actually uh, you know, doesn't pull just from the whole internet. It only pulls from research papers. And so if you're really concerned about your data being right, like let's say you're in healthcare or you know, uh, biotech or something crazy, like you're not going to be able to get away with 
just any <laughs> information, <laughs> especially pull from ChatGPT, because sometimes it does make up stats. But if you use Elicit, now you have a tool that you can just you can justify anything you want because it doesn't, you know, and people think, oh, it's just a database of whatever, but it's like, no, it takes your question and it finds information that might have no, none of the words that are part of your question in it because it understands the context and then it finds the supporting documentation. So it's, <clears throat> that's huge, especially if you're trying to use it in, uh, you know, kind of a more technical field. Now, the third one, I was actually thinking the third one's a hard one <clears throat> because I'm like, oh, there's so many, so many that would be nice uh but i want to give you the good one oh, i could say that one okay this one's super helpful i'm it, it's not my favorite favorite but in terms of functionality and what everybody could benefit from uh there's a company called vidyo so it's v-i-d-y-o uh dot a-i and what this website does is you could take any long form piece of content. Like let's say you did a presentation, like, Oh, I gave this hour long presentation. I'd love to take some clips. You could literally upload the entire presentation and it'll spit out uh, like five to 10, 30 second clips that are already edited, transcribed. Like they're just good to copy and paste into social. So, you know, in terms of like content generation, like man, video, like you could do, all of your posting forever if you just have long form content that you could uh, convert into short form content it's fantastic oh, there you go <laughs> yeah 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 like we, we we use video right like having long pot like you know 20 30 minute video interviews and being able to quickly without even edit you know without even having yeah. to edit you know to have an ai program suggest them it's it's fantastic yeah this just goes to show you like when mark says something i'm like yep hundred <laughs> percent. This is, this is right. We use it too. Right. Uh, all right. So I think we have, uh, one more, uh, one or two more questions here. We'll go quick. So, uh, Jack asking currently in a startup phase for a company, no experience in creating a business. Uh, what advice would you have on marketing for a newcomer? And we'll add the AI twist and how can AI make it faster and better? Okay. Well, uh, like I said at the beginning, get a strategy. You know, there's no excuse for no strategy because a lot of people just make this stuff up and then maybe they do a little research. Maybe they try email and maybe they try social, maybe they try ads and, and it's just a big fat waste of time. So mm -hmm. you need a strategy. You need a step-by-step -step approach to somebody doesn't know about my brand. They find out about my brand. They buy for the first time. I get them excited about that purchase and they buy again and again, and then they become promoters. Like if you don't have this all laid out in a, a single path, then you're going to waste years maybe mm -hmm. on stupid crap that's not going to work and is not trackable and is not uh, able to be compared against other methodologies. So you have to have a method. We call the method the customer value journey. And so the customer value journey, eight stage process, walks you through the whole thing. Start here. Don't wait. Don't be like, well, I got to hustle. I, I just got to go out and sell because I need to survive. No, get this down today and start executing it today. Because if you don't have these stats and all this information, you're just gonna bumble around for a long time. And then it's not gonna work. Oh, I didn't work. It's like, well, you did nothing right. <laughs> <laughs> How could it possibly work? We have the information, just plug it into ChatGPT. It'll tell you exactly what to do. And that's yeah. where it's, there's no excuse yeah. anymore. <laughs> all right, I think I, I think our last one that we'll get to here, pretty, pretty much, pretty related, but a little twist. So uh, Dr. Harvey Castro asking uh, any suggestions for someone launching products. Um, he's launching an AI and healthcare course. So what suggestion, uh, kind of similar to Jack's, but on the product side, a digital okay. product. Digital product. Yeah, it, it's the same. Uh, I mean, it's it just, well, and the thing is with the customer value journey that I'm talking about, it's not 
for a company. It's for individual products and individual avatars. So when you're talking about doing, you know, say a course, a med course, then you need to think, okay, who is this ideal for? That's your customer avatar. Who would be mm -hmm. just over the moon with this? They're just going to tell everybody they're going to love it. Who is this person? Is it an RN? Is it a, you know, a family doctor? Is it a cardiovascular specialist? Is it a blah, 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 blah? What's their situation in life? How old are they? How many kids do they have? What was life like before they found your course? And what's life like after they completed your course? Oh, I was miserable and I didn't know anything. And then I took the course and now I'm making zillions of dollars. That's what you have to start with, that vision. Then once you have that, now you create an individual customer value journey. Okay, so we have the course. The course, let's say it's an expensive course, $5,000 course. Okay, that's an Ascension item then because your conversion product, which for us is stage four, has to be a cheap, no-brainer, small commitment, 10 bucks, 20 bucks. You know, it's like, okay, I have this course. It's $5,000. I'm going to give you lesson three. Lesson three mm -hmm. has made a huge impact on people. So you get lesson three for 20 bucks. Hey, try uh, 20 bucks. I have $5,000, 20 bucks. It's so easy. So that's a conversion product. Now you can get them excited about that lesson. Now you can send them to the big purchase, which is later on. And so, and leading up to that, you have three other stages. You have awareness, you have uh, engagement and you have subscription. And so these are other marketing tools that you have to use to get people aware that the course exists in the first place and get excited mm -hmm. about it. And then finally, okay, I'll give you my, you know, you have an ebook, an ebook version and it's free. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you my email for the free version. Then they download the book and now you try to sell them the $20, you know, lesson. And then you get them excited about that. Now you try to ascend them to $5,000. So I would say you need your customer value journey. <laughs> you need yeah. to know who your, your customer is and then you're done. Then it, then it takes care of itself. It, 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 it all goes back to that, knowing your customer um, and understanding the journey. Uh, Mark, wow. We literally went over just I know. About, I'm like, oh, I gotta like, take myself. like the highest <laughs> level. This was if, if, if you're just tuning in or you're tuning in late, make sure you hit rewind. Listen to this one front to back. I, you know, as someone that's been in and out of, you know, different marketing and in writing and advertising roles for 20 years, what Mark just dished was a high level AI meets marketing masterclass. So make sure to, to rewrite this one. Uh, as we wrap up any, any parting words of advice, Mark, that, that you have for anyone uh, trying to uh, use AI to, to grow their marketing. Okay, I'll tell you this, and this is for everybody. If you're like, I, I just want to get into it, I don't know how. All you do is have a chat GPT window up, and instead of using Google for your next search for whatever, just type it into chat GPT and then see what happens. And that's it. That just Just try that, and you'll start to find out that you're wasting so much less time. It's so much better. And then you'll start to get into actually how to use it to make money and do all that kind of fun stuff. But just initially use it to stop wasting time on search because search sucks and it just takes forever <laughs> and you can just use ChatGPT. So do that. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh, you, you know, like I said, this was a lot, but don't worry. Make sure you go to your everyday AI Dot com sign up for the free daily newsletter because we're gonna you know just just go ahead just put 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 your email in right there we're gonna be sharing a lot of resources that mark went over uh, he, he mentioned some different things from digital marketer um, you know he talked about some some things on his website so thanks for sticking with us we're gonna put all that in the newsletter don't worry um, mark thank you so much for joining us and helping us all make some sense of, of marketing and AI thank you so much no, no problem. Thank you for having me. All right. So thank you all for, for tuning in. And we hope to see you back tomorrow and every day on Everyday AI. Thanks, y'all. 
that's a wrap for today's edition of Everyday AI. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a rating. It helps keep us going. For a little more AI magic, visit youreverydayai.com and sign up to our daily newsletter so you don't get left behind. Go break some barriers and we'll see you next time.